Welcome to another Outside the Box, something for just us. Today's topic is criminal injustice. Do you think that the criminal justice system and punishment in this country is effective and successful when it locks up almost 3 million people? We incarcerate 25% of the world's inmate population, which costs an estimated $74 billion a year. Despite the huge amount spent, we have a recidivism rate of 56% within one year and 76% within five years. Researcher Adam Benferrato's book, Unfair, mentioned last week as well, lists numerous instances where people are treated differently and often unfairly by the so-called criminal justice system. For example, a white person, and even an African-American with a lighter skin, often gets a shorter sentence than one with a darker skin for exactly the same crime. Ben Ferrado cited a number of psychological experiments about criminality and the injustice and unfairness of our current system. These experiments are fascinating and disturbing at the same time. Here are some examples. In one study, rape victims who were described as virgins or married were, counterintuitively, considered more responsible for the crime against them than one described as a quote-unquote divorcee. Apparently, if a woman is more socially so-called upstanding because she is a virgin or married, it's more her own fault if she's raped. Conversely, if a victim is considered more respectable, the person convicted is also likely to get a longer sentence. These prejudices influence verdicts. Are children more likely to commit crimes? If they are, they are if they can be anonymous. In one experiment described by Ben Ferrado, kids wearing Halloween costumes were more likely to take extra candy after being told they could have only one piece. They were also more likely to steal money that was left out when they wore masks or were anonymous compared to those without a mask or who gave their names. More anonymity, more crime for kids. A lot of studies have been done regarding why students cheat on exams and how to reduce cheating in the classroom. In an experiment, a simple language change made a noticeable difference. When students taking a test were told not to cheat, a small number still did. But when they were told, don't be a cheater, no one cheated. The difference between an action and an identity influenced students' behavior. Also, more cheating is done in groups than when people are, in are, are alone, safety in numbers. In some cases, a suspect may confess to a crime even if the person did not commit it. Reasons for the confession might include police interrogation methods, age, intellectual ability or mental illness, police misconduct, such as false evidence or suspects being lied to, or fear of a much longer sentence if convicted. An experiment showed that over half of those who were offered a plea bargain of, say, two years instead of potentially 10 to 20 years if convicted were willing to take the deal even though they knew they were innocent. In many cases, wrongful convictions were only later discovered thanks to DNA samples. After a confession, what often follows is called confirmation bias, 
where evidence is used to bolster the case against the accused rather than considering all information to determine whether or not the confession is legitimate. Evidence that contradicts the assumption of guilt is often ignored or even destroyed by investigators. Several studies indicated that the physical environment can lead to more or less crime. In areas in the, in the Netherlands with more graffiti, the crime rate was higher. But in Philadelphia, areas with more trees, grass, and shrubbery had less crime, at least robberies and assaults, even though an assailant could hide in those bushes. Green space makes a positive difference. Do you think of our legal system as one of justice or injustice? I'm Larry Danzinger, hoping for some fairness in what seems to be an unfair system. <laughs>